Welcome to the Alive Lauren Podcast. This is the place of celebrating juicy, soulful living. Once a week on a Mondays, we celebrate a business that has people and planet as part of its DNA, proving that it's possible to thrive financially and be people and planet centric. And the rest of the week, we adventure through some stories, inspiration, ah, oh, just um, celebrating and best place to keep up to date is Instagram, Alive Lauren, and today we continue. Always aim at about 10-minute bursts of inspiration. The reading of a blog series of Living More Mindfully that I actually wrote a number of years ago when doing a 40-day day fast. For more context, head on over to 117. Otherwise, we will continue today with day 16 of 40. Victory Continued. Welcoming and entertaining doubts and fears. Theme for day 16, victory. Fight not for victory, but from a place of victory. Whatever lies before you, know that you have everything within you to forge ahead. Victory is certain. So day 16 continued with the theme from day 15. And I wrote a wobbly, so completely in line with the theme of victory, but in the opposite direction. As the reality hit me of me concluding my current sales and facilitation role tomorrow, I found myself feeling quite overwhelmed as to where to next. With the all too familiar doubts rising as to whether the universe really has my back. I did find it amusing just how much the illusion of certainty brings a sense of calm and ease. Because the reality is, even if I had an amazing investment portfolio, was doing work I was passionate about and generously remunerated for, it would all be a false sense of security because at any moment anything could happen that changes everything. Tomorrow night is also my first mindfulness gathering. I could feel the doubts and fears about this too, with crazy voices going off. What if no one arrives? What value do you really have to offer? What if you bore people silly? I needed to do a roomie and welcome these guests of overwhelm, doubt and fear and worry, meeting them, laughing at the door. The Guest House by Rumi. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever arrives, for whoever comes. Because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. It's one of my absolute favorites. I also needed to keep anchored in truth, challenging the thinking Fueling these emotions, was I comparing the reality I find myself in now with a picture in my head or someone else's head of how I would rather things were? Was I craving certainty and security? Do either of these ever really exist? And to check in, ask that uh, these sensations, 
Who do you all belong to? I had a sneaky suspicion I knew just who. I remembered to compassionately return to sender in love. Amidst my wobbly about my financial circumstances, an email caught my eye for an interactive evening about shifting energies around money, and I decided to go. The event booking form posed one question, what is your biggest money challenge? I replied that the concept completely eludes me. I get the idea that money is simply energy. If I'm honest, I admit to currently seeing it as a hindrance to me pursuing avenues that make my heart sing, as I can't quite see how to monetize those things, and am faced with the reality of needing to support myself and my kids financially. There is a disconnect at some level, or so it seems. I do resonate with the idea that money is simply a measure of value delivered. When I imagine all the things I'd like to do if I had all the time and money in the world, there are things like having a purpose-based business that is an example of conscious capitalism, a highly profitable business that models the possibility of having outrageous amounts of fun while sustainably adding value and contributing to the lives of all those associated. Or championing a school system that helps kids get a clearer sense of who they are, what their unique strengths and abilities are, with ample opportunity to collaborate with others, where they leverage one another's values and strengths, where they learn skills, life skills, and powerful tools to live their best lives possible, where they learn about money and entrepreneurship, conscious capitalism, where they get to experience themselves as active citizens, highly creative and resourceful and able to change and able to be the change they wish to see in the world. This money event was hosted by fairy godmother Donna McCallum. And her, I'm going to just check here um, if you want to check her out. So yes, it's fairygodmotherinc.com. FairyGodmotherInc.com. I loved Donna's energy. Um, how she engaged the audience, held space for some vulnerable sharing around money, and included many exercises that made the evening wonderfully experiential. I gained a tremendous amount of value and came away with tools to start using immediately. I was grateful. I honored the nudge to go. A gentle nudge. After leaving the event, I noticed a message from a friend about someone she knows who's looking to do some videos for her website. Aha! Another universal nudge to explore this option. Yesterday, the woman at the complex, and now this. A testament to my job being to willingly be present to each moment, paying attention, so I can receive the nudges, the signs as to the next step, one step at a time. Thank you. Day 16. So that's day 16, and I just find it quite significant. I'm reading The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, which, in my humble opinion, <laughs> it seems to be a very practical guide to living Rumi's guest house and being willing to really allow and feel all the various emotions and that that come up without holding them, without clinging. And letting them through. Yeah, so it was just really, really fascinating. Because <laughs> it came up in today's piece as well. Um, so really beautiful to just, um, it's just amazing that what 
causes the hindrance is more the, the lack of letting them flow. It's like imagine if a woman is birthing a child and those pains of labor is actually all the stuff that you prep. There's like breathing techniques. It's all about breathing to actually just be with it and let it pass through because you can't resist. It's like you can't resist the contraction that life is coming. <laughs> you can't stop it. And it's just going to cause a why, like in our own living, do we try stop, like either hold on to pleasurable memories and moments or really try stop the movement and flow of more challenging stuff. Whereas if we can just breathe and let it move through, that ultimately is just really like resonating hugely. So, so awesome that that came up in today's reading. So on that glorious note, I'm going to leave and love you fine folks until we meet again. And may we all meet our guests at the door, laughing and entertaining them all. Ha! Until we meet again. Mwah.